Hello and welcome to Central Life Church and this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and we pray that it encourages you, inspires you and builds your faith. Enjoy the message. This morning I'm going to talk about taking every thought captive. Such an important aspect of our Christian walk. The enemy will often come guised in a thought planted in your mind. And so it's really important that we learn how to take captive the thoughts that try to overtake us. You know, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, the second half of the verse says, bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And you know, it's a struggle. We'll get a thought and we'll, we'll, it'll just start, it'll permeate in there and it'll just, it, it takes us, drifts us off and, Next minute we've been in this thinking or in this thought for five, ten minutes or something, and it happens to all of us, then all of a sudden we go, hang on a minute, that's not from God. It's really important that we grab that thought before it gets hold and we rebuke it by the Word of God. And you can only rebuke it with the Word of God if you actually know what God has said. It's pretty important for us to read our Bibles so that we know what God has said, His promises to us. And his promises are to us are yes and amen, amen, which means yes and so be it. So when we understand God's word and we, what actually happens is some of these thoughts get into our mind. You know, I have that thought, oh, God doesn't really love you. You know, God doesn't really love you. You know, you know, you'll probably get to heaven and you'll say, get out of here. What are you doing here? You know, that's what I think sometimes. And it permeates my thinking, you know, that even God might reject me, you know. And so I've got to get back into the word. What does the word say? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever, I'm a whomsoever, should believe on him, should have, should not perish, but have eternal life. And so I go back to the word of God. And so sometimes those well-worn tracks, those thoughts in our mind, they're so well-worn that, that the thought, the moment a, a little trigger happens, boom, you're straight into this track. And we've somehow got to get rid of that well-worn track and turn that well-worn track into the Word of God. Our war is not with people. I want you to capture this. This is really important that we understand that our war is not with people. Ephesians 6 verse 12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, and against the world forces of this present darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. And when we start understanding that our ba- when people are doing stuff in our life and they're, they're, they're saying not nice things or they're doing stuff, you've got to realize what's driving them. What's driving them is not godliness. What's driving them is that, that spirit of this world that gets into their minds and then drives their behaviours. That's what's really going on. And when you understand that, you can then not judge the person, but you can then pray. It changes your thinking. And you start thinking, hang on a minute, this isn't about that person. This is about the enemy trying to take them out. 
This is the enemy attacking attacking their relationships. This is the enemy attacking that person. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for their victory. I'm going to pray that they find salvation. I'm going to find that Jesus intervenes. I'm going to pray that he sends his angels to guard them and guide them and surround them, protect them. There's a different way of thinking once we understand that the battle is not against people. God loves people. He loves everyone from the greatest to the least to the most righteous to the worst sinner. God loves people. And the war that we fight is not against people. The war we fight is in our minds. We might have thoughts like, Something's wrong with you. You might have been told that when you were growing up. Oh, something not right with you. Something not right in your head. You might have been told you're no good. You're hopeless. You'll never succeed. Who do you think you are? All of those are accusatory words that did not come from God. Reject them outright. They are falsehoods and they are lies. We won't have them. You don't matter. You're not important. Goodness me, God gave his only son for you. You can't get much more important than that. And the classic, you're not good enough. You don't make the grade. And sometimes churches have fallen into these ideas too. You know, they only have the best of the best. Up on stage, you know, only the best of pretty people. Only the, only, the, only the pretty, the young people, you know, whatever it may be. And we're not like that here. You are all valuable to us. Every single one of you are important, whether you're a youth, whether you're a young person, whether you're a kid, whether you're an older person, I think a mature person, a more mature person. You want to do something for God, we'll say, awesome, you go and do it. you got the vision, you've got the job. But you've got to understand this, that every one of these things, they're lies, every single one. And every time it pops into your head, you've got to take that thought captive. Whoop, no, I'm rejecting that. Snatch it right where it is, bind it in the name of Jesus. You You will have no power over me. I live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Every word. This is the victory that we have in Christ. It's an amazing thing. And I'm not saying that that if you have to be under medical care for mental health, that's a bad thing. No. If you need to do, you need to do what you need to do. Amen. But there is a victory in Jesus that is far beyond the natural, and it will be the ultimate victory is in Jesus. How do we fight against these thoughts? You know, the last few years I've really struggled with my mental health, to be completely honest with you. Several years ago I had a complete mental breakdown and uh, I was hearing things, I was seeing things, and they were not from God. And it was pretty horrific. Diane thought she was going to have to put me in a white jacket and put me away somewhere. Um, Things got quite bad for a while. And you know what? I remember one night I got up out of bed and I just, I, did, I called out to God and I just, I will not have these thoughts. I will not have it. 
I will not have the enemy take over my mind. I've been given the mind of Christ and not of fear, but of a sound mind. I declared the word of God over myself. And as quickly as it had come, I had it for two weeks, it was gone. Now, if I had have not known to call upon the word of the Lord, I might have ended up down a well-worn track and been in real trouble. And it's not to say that those thoughts don't still pop in from time to time and they try and grab hold of me, but I just reject them. I reject them. I will not have them in my thoughts. I will meditate on his word. Number one, recognize that they are lies and please do not make them your truth. Some people's truth is that they are the victim. Some people's truth is that they are worthy. Reject that. It's not your truth. You are a son and a daughter of the living God. You are seated in heavenly places in Christ. Not, not one part of that sentence was Keith. All of that was, is the word of God. That's what he says. doesn't matter what I say. What I say means nothing. But what he says means everything because by his voice he created all things. Out of the very mouth of God all things came to being. The word was God. The word was with God. The word was God. So when you speak the word of God, it has power. There is power in the name of Jesus. Do not entertain these thoughts. Don't let them come in and stay, you know, taking up their abode in your mind. No, I'll not have you. I know where you're coming from. You know, when I first started journaling, one of the things I started to, uh, to realise very quickly was that uh, I would journal a question, I'd ask God some things, I'd pray for some things, and then I would wait on the Lord to get a response. And what I very quickly realised is that when it was in my own mind, it could have been anything I wrote down. But when it was the Lord, he was always positive. He was always loving, he was always caring, and he often said things that I didn't even ask about. Completely different. Not the way I would normally think. I've got a melancholy personality type. What can I say? A bit of a hermit. You know, you get the idea. And so when I hear that coming from God, I know that it's God. And I've learned this one thing. God never says something negative to me, ever. He just doesn't. It's not in his nature. It's just not. We're in the new covenant. He doesn't slap me around. He doesn't say, Keith, go on, get your act together. And then, of course, replace them with the truth of God's word. I really encourage you to read your Bible, not because I think you should be Bible scholars, but so that you've got something to fight with. See, the word of God is a two-edged sword. It's a weapon. And if you don't understand the weapon that you have at your very dis disposal, the word of God is a weapon. The enemy comes at you and it's like, shook, off with an arm. And he comes at you another way and it's shook and off with the other arm. And he'll try again and you're off with his legs. And he's now just a stump. It's just the truth. Never give up, never quit, never say die and use the word of God. I use your words against him. I love it. It says in the scriptures that Michael and the devil were arguing over the bones of Moses. The two angels, right, arguing over the bones of Moses. The angels don't know everything, by the way. And Michael says, 
Michael did not bring an accusation against the devil. He said, let the Lord rebuke you. See, this is how it works in heaven. Let the Lord rebuke you. Understand how we do our, how we fight. We don't fight. I want to replace some thoughts with the word of God. Replace these thoughts with the word of God. Second Corinthians 10, 3 to 6. For through, though we walk, we walk in the flesh, we do not war against according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty. And what are our weapons? Our weapons are prayer. Our weapons are knowing what God has said. What is his promise to you? Greater is he that is in you, 1 John 4, 4. For you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because he that is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Replace it with God's word. Be strong in God, putting on his whole armour. Ephesians 6, the whole armour of God. But he finishes with this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We all struggle with our, our thoughts, but these words should resound in our spirit when those thoughts come in. Therefore, I mind, remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Use the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Whenever he comes to you and says, you're losing it, you're losing it. No, no, it's a lie because I've been given the, not a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I love this. Jesus spoke this. He went into the Pharisees and he said this, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord God has anointed me to preach good news, good tidings or good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and to open the opening of the prison to those who are bound. And that's the way I see this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you to set the captives free. On you. The Spirit of God is on you to set the captives free. You know, I really want you to Live a full and blessed life. And, you know, we need to take captive these thoughts that the enemy throws in our minds. I don't know about you, but sometimes I think the most yucky, horrible thoughts, they just jump in there. And I think, what the, where did that come from? It ain't just going to stay. I grab it straight away. You do not have a right nor a place. Get out. And I declare God's word over myself. But God is good. 
doesn't matter where you are in your life. It doesn't matter whether you're young, you're old, whatever. But I want to tell you that your mental health is really important and that as go your thoughts, so goes the man. But as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's what the Bible tells us. So it's really important that we take control of our thought and that we bring them into captivity of Jesus Christ and his word and his spirit. And if we do that, we will change on the inside and that will that'll be seen by people on the outside and they will ask you of what is it about you that makes you different. It will change the way you look at people. It will change the way you respond to people. It will change the way that you live your life. The Word of God is like a two-edged sword that cuts right to the heart. I really want to pray for you this morning. If any of you are struggling with your thought life or you know any of those things, I want to pray with you this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, for every member of this church and those that are watching online. Father God, that you have given us the, the, not a spirit of fear, but of love, joy, peace, and a sound mind. Father, we declare that sound mind over us this morning. We ask you to give us the ability to recognise the lies as they enter into our thinking and to take them captive and to bind them and cast them into the pit of hell and that we would bring into our thoughts and into our mind and into our spirit your word that speaks of your love and your, your kindness to us and your tender mercies to us, that we would think on good things, holy things, righteous things, good things. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. And, Father, I also pray for those who are particularly suffering from mental health issues, whether that be depression, whether that be anxiety, whether that be whatever it may be, that whatever lie the enemy has told, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that they would be healed and hold and set free from it in the name of Jesus. We declare, Father, your word, Father, that set the captives free. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening and a special thank you to those who give generously to help us continue this ministry. To support us, visit us on the web at www.centrallife.com.au or at the PayPal link in the description. To find out more about us, follow us on Facebook and you can also find us on YouTube. We'll see you next time.